Hi guys, this is MOD channel where we help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Now, I have a guest in my abode. And that guest is no other than the amazing Pastor Oge, aka Poco, aka this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, welcome. So, today we're looking at Valentine's Day. Today's Valentine's Day and so we've got so much we want to discuss, we want to unwrap, unwind, remove, dissect, throw away and add to your life for Valentine's Day. And the scope of today is going to be, we're going to be looking at relationships in general. Okay. The idea of this, is it peace or whatever they call it? Podcast. Or podcast. Podcast Podcast or peace is or was to put something together. We changed the idea. <laughs> oh, oh, see, this English is hard. See, <laughs> yeah, that's faster. <laughs> She's with us. So now, the idea is to put something together that anyone can listen to, and it can take you from like zero knowledge of where to find your footing concerning relationships to a place whereby you are established in your understanding, whether you're single. Married, married, confused, confused, divorced, separated. Uh, which other one? You are a single spirit. They've crossed you with singleness. <laughs> your, village, <laughs> your village people have adopted you as their as own. Their <laughs> so, this is going to be covering all that and much more. You just have to stop drinking. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, now we're going to start. So, let's look, let's start with singleness, right? Now, okay, before anything, let's even give a little background of um, who we are, <laughs> in case I just get this for the first time. So, okay. I'll let him go first, because I'm a gentleman. So, Pastor Oge, introduce yourself. My name is Oge Siogo. I'm the leader of the Decepticons. Um, I'm about to get married in like nine days, like literally like yeah. nine days. I'll be a married man. And then I'll be able to do that thing that married people always tell married people not to do. Praise God. As yeah, so, yes, that's who I am. Over to you. That, that's actually Pastor Oge, the lead pastor of Circle Church Global. So it's an honor to have him here. He's an amazing friend with so much insight and wisdom. Well, we we both look like care bears, so I just thought I'd have him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I'm Pastor Essien, head of Young Ecclesia Nation. So now we're going to start with being single so when it comes to being single there are many things that a lot of people have in mind Mm -hmm. we've been to many places schools Mm -hmm. places met so many young people that have no clue what a relationship is and they see being single as a crime like Mm -hmm. when i was a kid secondary school i remember being single was more like an abomination like Mm. you don't rep are we Mm. Uh if you're not dating anybody you are nothing you're the scum of the earth and then you just roll and die Mm. so pastor what would you say singleness is for like is a young person who is single and not in a relationship is that okay and if it's okay what should a young person be found doing with his or her singleness all right um i think being single is a gift just like anything good is a good thing within the context that you apply it to so what i'm trying to say is for the period of time where it's okay to be single it's okay to be single. Do you get what I'm saying? Especially if you want to be in a relationship, always remember that it's okay to be single first. 
of course we were all born single. Like nobody was born. <laughs> really, not like when you were born, you had a boyfriend. But the point is, it's okay to be single. And what I think you should be doing with your single period is discover yourself. I know a lot of people who get into relationships because they like the idea of the relationship, not mm-hmm. because they like the guy. But because oh they have those butterflies in their stomach when they meet the guy and all uh-huh. of that, but they like the idea of the relationship and then they get there and then the guy is like, what's your best color? And the girl doesn't know. Guys, many times I'm too sure you found yourself thinking, what does this girl really like? Because I don't know what she likes. And maybe you want to get her a gift and you can't tell what she likes. Many times that's because the girl herself doesn't know what she likes. And so she hasn't mm-hmm. taken time out to discover Ourself, right? Ourself. Uh-huh. So I think your single years should be spent discovering yourself. So what are your passions? What do you want to do with your life? A lot of people want to be doctors because the person they are dating is going to be a doctor. The way it's, it's, it's scheduled, I will fly out, uh-huh. do my master's. So because he's going out to do his master's, let me to not be left behind. Let's not be left behind. And right? so you make such an important life decision as a Hail Mary to a relationship that's probably going to fail or succeed. So take some time out to discover yourself. What do you want to do? Do you like to volunteer? Do you like, take yourself to the movies. That's something I like Mm -hmm. to do personally. I like to go out and even as a person who is dating, sometimes I like to go to the movies alone just so I have, please, just (laughs) so I have some me time because that's what your single period gives you. A lot of you time, a lot of time to discover yourself, a lot of time to say, okay, this is what I want to do with my life. And a lot of time to say, this is the kind of guy I want to date. You see, you can't know that you want a guy who listens if you don't know that you like to be listened to. Do you understand? And that's very important. So that's what your single time is for. So I think that's how I'll answer the question. Yeah, and I'm just having like some ideas in my head for someone now that says, eh, yeah, yeah, I think I know what I want. Mm. Someone that is like, what, 15? I know what mm. I want. You're joking. You're joking. You really Because even we who are like almost... Much in, older? Almost in the coffin, like in some maybe... I'm not almost 60. in the coffin. He's <laughs> almost... <laughs> in, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> even near the coffin. The coffin is some 70 built. years. Maybe some <laughs> 70 years. Uh, probably they start building our coffins. We are still discovering things, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. even when you get married, you mm-hmm. will be discovering parts of yourself yes, yes. that you did not even so know. So you guys capture this moment because he's now giving me advice like a married exactly, man. Exactly, because I'm married and he's not, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the truth is that you will actually find out there are things that you don't know about yourself. Very Because true. there's a you that is alone, you by mm-hmm, yourself, which mm-hmm, is what mm-hmm. he's talking about. But then there's also you around people. Very true. When very, I got, very true. When I was in secondary school, I mean, I thought I was a certain kind of person. I was very quiet, I was this and that. When I got into university, I became another man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I be- I realized, oh, I can be extroverted, I can mm-hmm. be this, I can be that. If I never allowed myself to go through that process, I would never discover that. Okay, when I began to work, you know, there's also what we call self- self-awareness mm-hmm, we're discussing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Different phases, different stages, mm-hmm. different even locations can bring out can, another person. And, and, and to that, if, if you notice, a lot of relationships suffer in NYC camp. And here's why. <laughs> because all your life, you have known that you are a quiet girl who loves the Lord. And that hasn't changed. You are quiet, you love God, and every time smoking was brought up, you were like, never, me, I will never smoke. I don't like people that smoke. And that's who you are. And that's very, very commendable. Mm-hmm. But then you go to NYSC camp, and let me tell you something, devil lives in the NYSC camp. Ah. Yes, that's where it's thrown. <laughs> yes. And so you meet some guy who just 
helps you explore the more adventurous side of yourself and you start to fall in love with that adventurous side of yourself and so you were so sure that this guy is my boyfriend and he's the person I'm going to marry but you got into camp you met that guy that, ex- that helped you explore a part of you that you didn't know that existed did know, huh? and then what happens is you start to love that guy not because you love him you don't actually really like him what you love is who he makes you feel like Mm -hmm. Do you understand? You love the feeling he brings out of you. And so that's why it's very important for you to explore your singleness. I'm not saying go and smoke. Please don't smoke. That's not the exploration we're talking about. But I'm saying go out there. Find out things for yourself. Mm -hmm. What do I like to do? Some people like to party. I'm not talking about partying that involves alcohol and all of that. But like just hang out with friends. But you don't know that that's the kind of person you are. Because you don't allow yourself try at least hanging out with friends for a while. Mm-hmm. So try things. I think that that's the beauty of being single. Yeah, try things. And then if we want to become a bit gang gang, Bible-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Paul in First Corinthians 7 talks about a person who is married that she seeks to please her husband. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The man who is married seeks to please his wife. His wife yeah. And then talks about the person who is single. Their attention is on God, how mm-hmm. they may please the Lord. Mm-hmm. So you realize that from what Paul is saying there, that when you are single, there is one affection that God wants you to have. The mm-hmm. major affection, aside from discovery, although these things are all part, but part of the self-awareness is also to discover your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You understand? To serve Him, to give yourself completely to Him in your singleness. Because when you get married, your attention is divided. It's divided, it yes, is. Yes, that's what it just means. That's what it says. You want to please your husband. So you're trying to please your husband, please the Lord. Mm-hmm. Please your wife, please the Lord. Mm-hmm. You understand? So when you are married, there are certain things you just cannot do. If you look at this guy called Paul, Paul never married, mm-hmm. right? I know some guys who are still trying to prove that he got married, but Paul, yeah, he, he, never got he got never got married. Even people like Timothy didn't get married. Mm-hmm. Because for them, they dedicated their lives to the Lord and mm-hmm. it was 24-7. Mm-hmm. Very true. Someone once gave the example. I'm not saying you should do that too, but it's true. <laughs> someone once gave the example, say, can you imagine being Paul's wife? And I say no, the Romans, the Romans, the Romans. Your husband, yes, your husband is in prison. Oh my God! Then the other day you hear that they dragged him out of his city and and he almost died, or he died. Then he came came back to to life. life. You're like, Ah. you're like, see, my brother, it's not only you that Jesus called. (laughs) Don't do it again. I'm telling you. And of course, there are many things that we do in our singleness, like for example, upgrading ourselves, Mm -hmm. learning so much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean. Many people waste their singleness. Very true. They waste their singleness. But lots of people, is when they come to university mm-hmm. and everything, that maybe they want to marry, they start getting serious. Yeah. You understand? But for us, I think university days were so is it pivotal mm-hmm. to our growth. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. so much we explore and learn. Very true. So, yeah, I think singleness in the right sense, like, is a becoming phase. Is a becoming right? phase. Right? Where... The way you want to get to in your life, you begin mm-hmm. to put the building blocks. Mm-hmm. You understand that you will build mm-hmm. upon. It's that period you can go all out. There is no restriction. When you get married, for example, you know that you cannot just come home. You cannot. You cannot just come home anytime. And when you get married, or not, even before you get married, when you enter into a committed relationship, you can't just change who you are. Mm-hmm. You get. You can't just make some character choices that okay. You know what? This is who I used to be, but this is who I want to be now. But when you are single. You can change. Only your friends will tell you, oh, you've changed. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> but then when you're in a dating relationship or you are married, mm-hmm. you change. You say, um, excuse me, hi. So you see this thing that you're doing now is not who it's, I married. ain't going to fly. It's not going to work. It will not fly. Revert back to like, your old person. It will not fly. Now, understood, okay, that this is what singleness is. And, okay, I think Miles Moron does it. We say that you have to learn how to be, is it alone? Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to, to be and not lonely. 
right? Lonely has to do with people, you know, mm -hmm. having people around you. Of course, everyone needs relationships, but then being alone is to learn to be whole, to be mm -hmm. your own person. Your own person. Yeah, because we see this thing where many people cannot be themselves. Themselves, yes. By themselves. They cannot. Like, it used to happen to me. Like, I felt mm -hmm. that if I didn't get into a relationship, I would literally die. Wow. You know, secondary school is a wonderful and terrible place mm -hmm. at the same time. So, you know, the cliques now, mm -hmm. I'm dating this guy, I'm dating now one of the popular people in school mm -hmm. and everything. And, of course, those people, they sold an idea to everybody that, oh, dating is a cool it's thing. It's cool thing If to you do. didn't have somebody you were dating, then you were wrong. You understand? And so, we used to get our sense of value of self-worth mm -hmm. from the fact that we dated somebody. Very true. So, if we're not dating someone, it means that we are wrong. Something is, like, off, off somewhere. Mm -hmm. You get So, I mean, I didn't date anyone in secondary school. So I felt something was wrong with me. Maybe it's because I'm not I'm ugly or you know, something like that. What that does to you is that by the time you come out of that environment, come to an environment where it's like someone's paying attention to you, mm -hmm. you just exactly you, know what I'm you just exactly. latch on like this because you feel myself what has come. Has come my my mm -hmm. defining moment. Mm -hmm. This is this is what I am. I know of people that cannot be single. Yeah. They just can't be. Like if they realize this person is about to break up with me, mm -hmm. because obviously that won't be too much. I had friends like that. They just begin to time someone else someone else and, and begin to build thing. some kind of relationship they're the ones that will break up with you because they sense this guy is going to break They're up about with you. to leave me about to leave me so they will break up with you so that they don't look bad mm -hmm. and then they will immediately latch on to a new person that's mm -hmm. how they keep on going some people since secondary school have not been single very true can you imagine that they've not been this is their probably our age mm -hmm. and they have not been single because they just must keep on they can't imagine they will just almost go crazy just mm -hmm. being by themselves mm -hmm. you understand so i think that really covers that singleness part. I think you should know what you're doing. It's time to study, discover things, read books. I remember in those days now when we do study, we're you still study, doing that. Read but books. Many, many of us underplay the importance of your secondary school years mm -hmm. and your first few years in university. Because think about it. A lot of who you are now, you formed those characters in secondary school. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to have a reading culture, you have to form it in secondary school. Yeah. So if you are still in secondary school, you are like in the best place you can be because you can now start forming a reading culture. You will never be less busy than you are right now. The only time when we can say you get less busy is when you're 65 and retired. But before that time, <laughs> life is just going to keep going. Bass, 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 and the bass will keep getting louder and like the bass will be louder. Jamming. So, you know, the other day I was talking to my fiance and we were talking about how we wish we could just go back to university days when all you had to worry about was submit assignments, write the exam. Some of you are in university <laughs> and you feel like, what? I can't wait to leave the university. Oh boy. News flash. You don't understand. Outside like, here is something else. As in, you know, you don't get that part because you know, I think you're saying is so profound. Mm -hmm. Like, you really feel, oh my, I want to come out. Of course, yeah, there, there are liberties you enjoy by coming mm -hmm. out and stuff, but. There's also responsibilities ah, that you will amass. So much. I mean, right now, I mean, my guy, rent. <laughs> Go rent. Go Just rent alone. You know, I really was thinking back. I said, ah, those days I was in my father's house. And bliss. I wasn't thinking about Pure these bliss. things. I didn't care where we were living. Like, my own is, I want, I'm, I'm going to live your somewhere. Father, your father was shot at you. I said, put off the lights in your mind. You're like, it's not just light. It's not just light. But I mean, when you start paying up a bill. Oh, boy. You will like, go around, you check the light <laughs> off. In fact, you touch it, it's awful, but you just to you be just sure. To make sure that, that it's off. I mean, buying fuel, different things. <laughs> you know, all those things. It's responsibility. So, the truth is that the period where you are not directly responsible for your life in many ways and financially, mm -hmm. you should use that period to actually get yourself ready for that time for when that time. <laughs> you will need to spend money. Exactly. Exactly. So, And even going back to being single, 
please it's a terrible idea to have the mindset that there's this one person who is going to come into your life and complete your life it's actually not a thing for christians to think first of all and even living the christian narrative mm-hmm. you are not looking for somebody to complete you you are looking for another whole person who the both of you will merge together uh-huh. and become a stronger units not you are 50 percent the person is your other 50 percent so i don't like the idea of oh he or she is my better half nobody is your better half Mm -hmm. you are your better half you are the best version of yourself and so there's no one person who's going to come and the person's impute in your life because you are dating the person you are now all god ordained you to be it's because of that thought that a lot of ladies especially but guys too make very terrible relationship decisions and so he makes you happy he makes you laugh because you are not normally happy by yourself he buys things for you but he's abusive he's ashamed of you in public but you feel like well since he makes me happy at least he's completing me in that area so i can Mm -hmm. date him no you can't all right insist on your wholeness insist on your well-being insist on your happiness and then please if you are a christian coming back to the christian narrative you are complete in christ christ is your completion christ is everything that you would ever need and so nobody completes you sir or ma which is a great time to say that today is the 14th of february and our wholeness song from young kids <laughs> <laughs> It's dropping today. But but you guys yeah. have heard the song. I've heard the song and I won't lie. It's a very, very nice song. And if you know me, you know that that's a big compliment coming from me. But it's a really nice yeah, song. Yeah, it's a wholeness song. So definitely there should be a link in the description on how to get the song. It mm-hmm. drops today. You need to get that song because it really explains about your wholeness that it's the fact it's after they've had you seek my guy move on move it's on to the next <laughs> you must buy it <laughs> so the next thing is we want to look at is what is a relationship and number two when is the right time to get into a relationship no i'm saying this because for a lot of people i've noticed that right they, mm. they have the wrong view oh. of a relationship because you cannot have a relationship outside the context of marriage. Very true. Marriage is the defining thing that makes a relationship a relationship. So, a lot of people want to remove the marriage equation mm-hmm. from it and treat it as a single entity where mm-hmm. they can live inside as its own institution mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with marriage. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people are doing. That's why if you go to some of these even Scandinavian countries, many of these countries, people are living together living together without like getting that. married. Yes. Not getting married, just there. Some of them have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this popular artist I used to follow back in the days because I studied art so this British artist and this guy was married for many years he's actually the richest artist in Britain mm-hmm. big guy used a helicopter from where he was going to after many years of being together his girlfriend who has four children for him and the children are even like almost grown maybe late teens mm-hmm. breaks up and then runs off one guy like that just, wow she says we were never married can you just imagine what it's like mm-hmm. like to be in that bubble mm-hmm. you get of shock because yeah. you see man is always trying to define things that god designed or yeah, god made. Yeah. he's always trying to find his own definition for things and then when it doesn't work out they're wondering why so there are lots of people that are having problems in the world today because they have taken relationships out of the context that god designed for it what is a relationship and then what's the right time to get into it so what do you think 
Okay, I, I think that the easiest and most sincere definition I can give for a relationship is I think a relationship is a question or is an attempt to answer a question. And the question is, can we get married? So he- hear me out before you start scolding me button up post. I think a relationship is an attempt to answer the question, can we get married? Can we live forever together? Because like he rightly said, the context of a relationship, of a dating relationship, Mm-hmm. is marriage do you understand and so when two people a boy and a girl please not adam and steve but a boy and a girl not a boy and a boy or a girl and a girl when two people boy and girl come together mm-hmm. to say oh i like you and you like me back and uh, i think we are compatible and please check your blood genotype thank you before you enter a relationship make sure that you are not See this guy what, what's that it's very important <laughs> because I've seen, I've actually oh seen or I've had to counsel a lot of people who they were deep in love. In fact, they've got to the stage of, oh, let's get engaged. But then he's AS, she's AS, and then there's the possibility they're going to give birth to an SS child. So if you are Crazy. actually ready to get into a relationship, that's something you should actually look out for. But when two people come together and they say they like themselves, the context is actually marriage. The context is we want to do this forever. And so, if you're going to be doing it forever, what your dating relationship tries to answer is, can we do this forever? And if we can, what are the things that we must look out for that will help us better do this forever? And so, the question, when are you ready for a relationship? Or when should somebody get into a relationship? I believe that the answer to that question is when you are ready. I believe if you are honest with yourself, you've set the right criteria, ask yourself the question, am I ready to be in a relationship? A lot of guys will say, I'm not ready to be in a relationship because I'm not a millionaire yet. That's not a very, very good criterion because money calls, money goes. Believe me, it does. But if on the flip side, you're trying to say, I'm not yet a provider type and I wouldn't feel fulfilled in a relationship if I'm not able to provide, then that's okay. So you walk towards it. So the question is, when should a person get into a relationship? When you are ready. But this automatically disqualifies a large number of people. Tons. Tons of people. Tons of them. I don't want to say it expressly that if you're in secondary school, you shouldn't be in a relationship. Because I have seen secondary school relationships that ended beautifully. Yes, but the truth is that, I mean, I've seen such cases. I've seen like two cases that I know. Okay, out of my own set, when we're in SS3, we're 120. Mm-hmm. 120. In the history of the school I went to, secondary school I went to, I mean, my set was just one set out of maybe 10, 15 sets. Each of us being at least 100, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In my, that's like 1,000, some 1,500 or so. Mm-hmm. Only two people I know of. Two. So, and that's the truth. Two. It's, it's usually so, in the rarity. Yes, so some people don't want, what they want to do is the air, but those two, they can carry their leg exactly. and jam inside. You don't. You don't say, for example, if you're driving by a road and everybody crashes at a particular spot, but only one person passed. You don't say, eh, he passed now, so I will drive past. You're going to die, bro. You die. So what you actually do is you follow the majority. And so to be honest, I want to say that if you're in secondary school, you you shouldn't be in a relationship. Not because I think you don't understand your emotions, 
of which you probably don't. You don't. I would just say oh, that oh. you don't. I, I say that. When you are 14, 15, you don't. <laughs> Leave it. You don't get it. Of which, of, you probably don't understand your emotions. But there are so many things that you don't know about yourself just yet. Mm-hmm. And so I would say it's not yet time to be in a relationship. You could, on the flip side, say, okay, we'll wait till university. Mm-hmm. But that in itself, too, is not a crime. Just make sure you are honest with yourself and ask yourself, am I ready? Am I ready to do this? Because let me tell you something. We have romanticized the idea of a relationship. But relationships are hard. Like, really, really hard. Like, I have to know what she wants without asking. Like, why? Anyway. It's okay, brother. So, (laughs) ask yourself, be really honest with yourself. Am I ready to do this? Am I in the mental, emotional, spiritual state to to do this? Engage. To engage with such a thing. Exactly. Um, As a lady, don't just date a guy because he makes you feel good. Always remember that the relationship is not parasitic, it's symbiotic. What that means is you're not just dating because you want to be milking from the guy like a mosquito. You are, you are dating because the both of you want to contribute to each other's lives. Uh-huh. So ask yourself, do I have stuff to contribute? There's something I, I heard somebody say while I wrap this up. The person said that while you are praying for your perfect man, remember that your perfect man is praying for a perfect woman. And so the day you meet your perfect man, if you're not perfect for him, he might be perfect for you but you will lose him. And so, you need to actually ask yourself, if I want a guy who is responsible financially, but how is my spending? Am I responsible financially? Mm-hmm. I want a guy who prays, but do I pray? I want mm-hmm. a guy who loves God. Tall, dark, and handsome, and he loves God. Do I love God? Of course, some things you can't affect. Or if you're not tall as a lady, it's okay to still want the tall guy. But the things that you can change, work on them. I think when you answer those questions then you are ready to be in a relationship awesome okay so for me when it comes to the idea of what a relationship is mm-hmm. and when you're ready to get married for me a relationship is simple as a car like mm-hmm. it's a car that does one thing it gets you to marriage mm-hmm. now it's interesting to note that he mentioned that the relationship has the element of you finding out it's, there's the element of discovery mm-hmm. right I agree with that you get because it actually involves that because the truth is that even if you're dating somebody anything can happen mm-hmm. even to the last second as long as you've not said I do mm-hmm. you're not married and anything can happen between that period so yes there's a lot of discovery in the sense that when you actually get with someone and say okay before we're friends mm-hmm. but now we are together on the journey towards marriage yeah. you know it changes everything it I mean does. at that point then you start taking some things more seriously. Mm-hmm. There's a commitment you're making to that person mm-hmm. saying, look, I want to end up with you. And that's why I believe that before we even get to what relationships are, friendships are very important. They are. I personally wouldn't even recommend that you, you make a commitment to a person first before you begin to know who that person is. Because mm-hmm. friendship is one of the best places to know a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because in friendship, nobody's forming. The moment you begin to say you're dating someone, you want to date... Um, that initial process, you know how it is now. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to form and look nice and everything. Mm-hmm. See, when you get into marriage, you realize that, man, my guy, it's so real. All the things that you were forming for, mm-hmm. that you were, you know, trying to package and hide. In marriage, everything is laid bare. You get. So there's only another place where things are laid bare, but not to that intimate level. Mm-hmm. I mean, intimacy is not involved, but things are laid bare. 
character-wise, um, what the person likes, does not like, everything is known. And that's friendship. Friendship is so crucial. I mean, in friendship, nobody's pretending. Nobody's, nobody's hiding. Pre- exactly. Nobody's hiding. I mean, if you're, if you're friends, I'm not impressing you. So I'll be myself. If I'm somebody who is cantankerous, who insults people, who is rude and everything, you're my friend. So I won't treat you specially. You get, you will just see me in my rare form. And if I'm a kind, nice person, if I'm someone whose heart is actually gold, you will see it in friendship. So friendship is actually that place. For me, when it comes to counseling people, uh, I, I say, look, build friendship with people. Build friendship. You should, I don't even think you have any business jumping into a relationship with someone that is not your friend. That's not your friend. Yes. Because, you know, I've heard these stories of people, and I'm not saying these things cannot happen. I believe they can happen. Anything can happen in this world. Or people that just met and three months later they're married. No, but I, I, I you know? don't think that's normal. Or six months later they're married. I, in my own opinion, I don't believe that's enough time to know a person. I actually don't believe so. Too. I don't believe. I believe you need time to know a person. In fact, if I was going to be, would I say the extremist? I say two years at least. That's fair. Yes, two years at least to sit down, know a person. I mean, and I'm talking about not in a, not in a romantic way. Now, the truth about it is that when you actually set out to know a person as a friend, the truth is that they were already, you may already like a person. Mm-hmm. I've seen that because before I used to say, oh, no feelings involved at all. But I don't think that's realistic because... Not really. In the sense that you see a person and you... I like this lady. I'd like to know her. You get? Mm-hmm. I'd like to know him. Right? And then you decide to build friendship but you already had intention before you were going to go there. Mm-hmm. So there may be some feelings like that and that's why maturity is so important. Maturity is the place of subjecting your feelings mm-hmm. to the greater good. So you say, look... Mm, that's very, very deep. <laughs> you know, you subject to the greater good, and so you decide. Look, I, I like this person. This I want to tear cloth, but we're not married. So mm-hmm. you have to discipline your emotions. Feelings can be my heart. She's coming. Even if your heart is pounding with a hammer inside, you have to learn to discipline yourself. Have polite conversations, chase conversations, mm-hmm. not dirty conversations. You understand? And engage a person on an intellectual level. I mean, there are many avenues. Let's say, for example, you met the person in church. Right? Remember we said that singleness is committed to what to, to serving the Lord. In that serving the Lord, there's what we call fellowship. You get brotherhood, sisterhood, where you can engage people. Mm-hmm. You understand? Concerning the Lord, you can restrict your conversations to such things. Mm-hmm. And find out who the person is. You get what I'm saying? You can find out who the person is. Um, there are other avenues, whether it's school or sports or business. or mm-hmm. There are many avenues to know a person. You get. Sometimes I'm a bit old-fashioned and I would even say don't even, in other words, don't even say you want to go on a date. Like, I would say that sometimes because sometimes that kills that natural kind of let's just get to know each other in a certain sense. Some people, well, it was some people where they actually say, okay, let's let's go out and everything. Mm-hmm. But then in my own findings, I found out that I love those go out things. Many times the person who says, let's go out is not emotionally prepared. I have some people I mentor, right? Mm-hmm. So there's one I even had to ban. I said, look, oh yeah, you know what? Stop going out. Because... <laughs> Because every time a guy walks up to her, approaches her, maybe he's just met from church or something like that, ah, ah, let's hang out. Do you get? But, see, in today's day and age, you know when they say let's hang out, mm-hmm. it's obvious no more that you already have interest. Mm-hmm. You get. So, that one is there. Then number two, okay, you hang out. You say let's go and chill. And there are actually many girls out there who just want to hang out and chill. They don't have anything in their heads. Mm-hmm. They're just, okay, let's, let's hang out. But the guy is not like that. If I'm going to invest in you, take you out to, you know, there's those pintos. <laughs> <Remember Pintos? laughs> take you out to where do they go Domino's or wherever mm-hmm. you get I'm going to blow like 6, 8k or go to cinemas blow 10k you know what I'm saying blow 15, 20k mm-hmm. I'm going to do that we're going to have a great time 
to a guy. I don't know who blows 15 or 20k in the cinema, but okay. Some guys are like that. Me, I don't, personally don't, but some people are like that. Now, the thing is, the way a guy thinks, I mean, you may, let's see if you agree with this, is that we see this thing as investment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's investment. Because that money, you, you just enjoyed the money. You don't have any money came. The guy <laughs> may have begged his property for that money. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he comes and he spends that on everything. And yeah, you talk, you chill, you hang out. You get, like, can I see you another time? I think it takes a very mature person mm-hmm. to be able to handle such things well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As compared to an, a relationship that develops from a very organic standpoint, which is that you people were maybe met in church, met in school, you had opportunities to hang out, maybe you met in a friend's room, and as friends you hung out with other friends and mm-hmm. other people, and then it emerged, it developed. I wouldn't say don't go on dates with a person, right? Just go on random dates. But I think that if you have the, the choice, mm-hmm. because the truth is that sometimes those opportunities where people just organically grow, grow, grow into each other. are not available. Lo- yes, yes, sometimes. True. And that's why you may have to say, okay, let's go out. Mm-hmm. I think it really depends on the individual and also the maturity they have to handle such things. I, I think that's how maybe I would classify mm-hmm. that. So when it comes to what a relationship is, relationship really is for marriage. I mean, that's what it's for. The Bible says a man shall live father and mother and cleave to his wife and you shall come one flesh. Right? That is the goal. The goal is marriage. So, relationship is the vehicle that takes you there. Without it, I mean, maybe if, unless it's an arranged marriage, uh-huh. where they just jump in, just say, okay, you know what? Today we're friends, tomorrow we're married. Something has to take you there. Friendship is the organic build-up mm-hmm. to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because in that one, obviously somewhere along the line, the person will care. This person is actually interested in me. You know, like when you're not kids, those things are not, you don't have to be around the bush for very long. But, okay, this is what I want. So, if one of my pastors used to say that a relationship begins with a proposal. So, that's how he used to say it. Mm-hmm. And this is what he, he meant, that, I mean, you build friendship, and you know, okay, this is what I want, right? Good. So, you're not beating around the bush at that point. You've been friends. You know that, you're, at least you know some basic things. You know the person's spiritual life. You've been in the same church. You've prayed. You've heard the person speaking in tongues. Very important, too. <laughs> As a friend of mine, I asked her that she was dating somebody. And I said, does this guy even speak in tongues? She said, wait, though, that's true. <laughs> she said, I don't know. I'm like, what? How can you date a guy and you're a church and girl? You and you don't know if this guy speaks in tongues. You don't know. Because that's a serious marker. You know, in my compatibility matters. Matters in It matters. Can you imagine Even being before marriage. Before self. In a relationship. <laughs> Listen, it is important as for this conversation now. It's actually important to be dating somebody who when times are tough, mm-hmm. you can call and say, oh, so and so is going on with me. And the person can actually genuinely respond with, oh, we'll pray about it. Or I will pray about it or let's pray about it. Mm-hmm. And many times as a church person, you want to pray about it. Uh-huh. And you want the person that you want to share the rest of your life with to pray with you. But the guy is a bad boy because you like them bad. <laughs> and so when that things boy. are going on... Or he's a Malian. You know? <laughs> I, I, I know you did that video, right? <laughs> and so when God things, video when things are Malians. going on... He wants to solve everything from a natural perspective, which is not terrible. Sometimes we don't want somebody to give us suggestions because we know we've tried everything. Sometimes we just want God to help. And so it's terrible if you're dating somebody who cannot relate with you. On that level. On that level. It's actually very terrible. Too. Yeah, it's terrible. So you, you get into that place, okay, you get into a relationship, right? 
and as I said, a relationship supposedly to marry. So in relationship, as you mentioned, there's discovery, you understand, but there is a goal. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to get married. And that is why when it comes to when are you ready to get married, mm-hmm. I'll say also, when are you ready to enter a relationship, sorry, I'll ask you when are you ready to get married. Mm-hmm. To me, that's one serious prerequisite to that. Because if you're ready to get married in 10 years, what are you dating for? To me, why are you... 10 years. I mean, we know that relationship, because there's always an exception to every rule, that relationship that lasted 10 years. But is that what you want? Really? Well, I, th- I actually have a point, a viewpoint on that too. Mm-hmm. I think that in some ways it's okay to date a person. Like, I understand if you want to get married in 10 years' time, it doesn't make any sense to date now, to be honest. Yeah. But I think as the time gets closer, I mean, you don't have to now wait till it's two years. Two years, two years before. Huh? But I think like four years to the time you can actually get in a relationship because here's what I think. Mm, four is, I think four is cool. Like there was something you mentioned when we started talking about the beauty of being single, and you mentioned how we are different people around different people. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So there is a school you, and there is a church you, and there is a you on the streets. Do you get what I'm saying? There are mm-hmm. people who, when I'm talking with or talking to, mm-hmm. I find myself speaking pidgin English most of the time because mm-hmm. we just relate on that level. And many times, you may not know all those parts of you. So you may not know how you will react to some certain people except to spend that time with, with them. them. And so in that way, I believe you should actually try out a relationship, especially if the person meets all the things that you've set for the person to meet. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason why you shouldn't date the person. The only reason why you're not you're not going into that relationship is because, oh, I'm not ready to get married till like four years from now. I think you should actually try mm-hmm. it and see where the relationship goes. And if it starts getting serious, you guys can now discuss, okay, so I won't get married in two years' time or in four years' time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can stick around for that long, but yeah. Mm. Okay, you have to clarify that part where you say, like, you know, get and see where it goes, you know. Because mm-hmm. there's this concept that I don't understand. Okay. And it's simple. So, two people have been dating for, I don't know, one year, two years. Mm-hmm. Then one day, I mean, I know in Africa here it's very doctored. But one day, someone just kneels down, pops a ring, and like, oh my God! <laughs> Jesus, hold me, hold me. <laughs> I think that's dumb. And this the reason no, I think, no, 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 no. Let me explain why I think it's dumb. Yeah, yeah. Do you know no. right now? Right now, you're looking at it from a guy's perspective. No, 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 no. See, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying the act is dumb. I did it. Mm-hmm. I don't think the act. I don't think a woman's response is dumb. I don't think. The, I don't. I have no issue with the thing itself. Okay. The issue I have is that I believe that if you enter a relationship, you should be expecting that it should lead to marriage. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? That's the reason you entered in the first place. So what do you think so, is dumb? So no, what I think is dumb. I think that it's supposed to be like fine. Do that one. I, I have no issue. I, I did it. The pictures are still there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you get? But what I think is dumb is that you start out the relationship and you're heading somewhere, not knowing where it's going. Because a lot of people behave like that. Okay. You're that one, you don't know where it's going. You're just dating and everything. Because the truth is that when you start a relationship like that and you have no end goal, you have no end point, that's destruction for many people. Because that's very true. Yes, it's a destruction. Because a lot of people just date and date and date. Everyone knows that they dated for 10 years and then the guy broke up with her six months and married another girl. And you were dating for what? You see, so I believe that before you enter a relationship, it should be what is the purpose of this? Okay, 
I like this person, but I'm not just liking this person. I want a future with this person mm-hmm. as a husband or a wife. And so I enter with that goal in mind. Now, remember we said book about discovery, right? Mm-hmm. There are things you will discover, but I think it's a safety net you can put yourself in mm-hmm. to at least start that this is my intention. Okay. Not that let's just enter a relationship and then somewhere along the line, okay. maybe if I like you that much, and I'm pop the question. My other people are already together, sleeping together, you know, doing many <laughs> things together. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? And that's culture. That's culture today. Mm-hmm. A lot of people behave like that. They just date. Oh, I have feelings for this person. I just date. Mm-hmm. No one mentioned them on marriage. I just mm-hmm. love you and everything. Then somewhere along the line, maybe two years later, I wake up and realize, oh, she's the one. She's the one. So <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I now summon the courage and um, maybe my friends ginger me. And I'm like, okay. Because I'm also thinking, you now go to kneel down and give person a ring and you don't even know whether the person to say yes or no. I think that's suicide. Mm-hmm. It's suicide. I think you should be certain. You should be certain at that point. Mm-hmm. You understand? I'm not saying every single relationship that people enter into with the intention of getting married will work out. Will work out. I'm not saying that. But that's you very get... important to clarify. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's important from the beginning. That's why, as I said, my pastor was saying, relationship begins with a proposal. You are clear. This is where we are going. So the day that he popped the question is just that you were surprised because you didn't know the day. Mm-hmm. But not that you were surprised. Oh my, he wants to marry me. What were you inside the relationship in the first place for? <laughs> what was the point? That's what I think is dumb about mm-hmm. all those kind of things you get. Because we're still trying to answer that question on relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the end, a relationship, as I said, is supposed to lead you to marriage. And mm-hmm. of course, there are many components that go into a relationship. There are some people that have different stages of mm-hmm. it. There are many things that go into it. But the question is, okay, when you want to get married? I think between two of us, I think something like two years to four years is, mm-hmm. is a healthy enough time to say, okay, I want to get into into a relationship with the person with like person yes but but let me say this because some people can watch what we're saying and feel that like uh-huh. um okay you're already married but you guys did not date or cut for two years or four years maybe you guys went through the dating process in like one year and you were done that does not invalidate your marriage, your marriage exactly. it just means that you have to be more intentional now about knowing the person. This podcast is not about marriage, but a couple of things. You have to be more intentional about knowing the person. You have to be more intentional about growing mm-hmm. with the, the person. person. But generally, I would advise mm-hmm. that if you are going to get married to a guy, mm-hmm. you guys should have dated for at least a year and six months. Okay, let's not be too harsh. <laughs> a year and six months. Yeah, de- definitely. And you know what I'm saying is minus friendship. Mm-hmm. Do you get And you guys must have been friends for long for before. a while. For the one year and six months. So. Yeah, for a while. Because, mm-hmm. huh, let me explain something that you guys don't know. People change, <laughs> and is... it's not like they want to change. Circumstances change people. Yeah. Listen, you might think, oh no, I'm a humble person. I'm probably humble because you're broke. But have you made money before? <laughs> like, I'm sure you have a friend who is always very quiet and calm when he's broke. Mm-hmm. But once money enters his account, that's it. Though. That's it. He's a different <laughs> man entirely. People change. Now, it's true. You cannot really see your partner in all the lights before you get married. Mm-hmm. But you want to try as much as possible to know what their response to certain situations will be before you get married. Mm-hmm. And you two must be intelligent enough to look out for those things, have those conversations. I don't know what people talk about these days in their dating relationship. Ah, they talk about sex styles. 
<laughs> like, why in the name of God haven't you asked some questions? What is your reaction going to be like if uh-huh. after my NYC I want to go and do my master's abroad? How are we going to deal with that? A lot of people put that off till uh-huh. the girl is traveling or till uh-huh. the guy is traveling. And then you now have the pressure of urgency on you. So it's very difficult to make that decision. But if you guys had had that discussion from where you guys were graduating or where you met and you know, oh, this is a possible future, then you can now start working towards it. So one year and six months is actually a fair estimation. It's a very, yeah, I guess it's a bit fair. So that's after friendship, yeah, you should have done that for a while. So now, there's something you said about, because we're talking about, okay, when are you ready to get into a relationship? And I think from our discussions, we've really ruled out secondary school. Leave secondary school alone. Mm-hmm. I had friends who dated in secondary school mm-hmm. and decided it's necessary and they carried it over into university. Back then, somehow, I just knew some certain things. I said, this people will not work out. Mm-hmm. I just knew, I knew a few things. I just if knew, you're wondering why uh, they won't work out, here are a couple of things you need to consider. When you enter into the university, you've entered into a new environment. Yes, you will meet people. You will meet people. Uh Like, both of you have different ideas of what your university life should be like. Uh So you, for example, you want to be serious and you want to get all straight A's. But this other person sees the university setting as, ah, finally free from the restrictions in secondary school. The cage. The both of you have different ideas. And so when you want to read, um, she wants to sleep. When you want to read, he wants to play FIFA. And see, let me tell you the truth. With time, the differences will show. You know, like an unwanted people and you guys will break up. So, yes, that's actually what he's talking about. So, it's not like we're swearing for you. We are not swearing. <laughs> it's a predictable outcome that can be discerned from previously observed patterns. Yes. Another thing is this. Even if, let's say, you were asleep on your bed in SS2 and Jesus walked into your room and told you, my son, my son, my daughter, my daughter, date that person. Even if there are some things that you do out of love, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Love will compel you to take certain decisions. Let's even say it was not bad. Do you get? But considering many things that we've spoken of, university, for example, is a place where you don't need distractions. Mm-hmm. There are things you forgo. Okay, I like this person. And we can actually start dating. But you know what? I won't. I'll keep it. May a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to lose the person. My guy, my girl, see, if it's a person that is for you, I believe that value sees value. Value does see value. Yeah, value sees value. So, if that value by your SS3 is, is so much, you build such value over time, and it's it's mm-hmm. that serious, I believe that just be friends. Mm-hmm. That value that you build for each other, if you are so certain that you will be together, then don't try to keep it. The value will play out over time, mm-hmm. and your eyes will still remain on each other. But as he rightly said, you get into university, you meet tons of people. I mean, remember we said your preferences change, your taste changes, mm-hmm. your self-awareness keeps on, evolving. keeps on evolving. So what you thought you wanted in SS3, it's not you, what you get in yes, level, 100 or 200 or 300 level. You realize things here. Even when you come out of school, it's kind of guy you thought you liked, maybe the kind of guy dresses like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you come out, you come into the corporate world, environment, you begin to see things for yourself, mm-hmm. and then what happens is that you realize, oh, that was childish. What mm-hmm. I thought I wanted has changed. And a very good example is, imagine, I don't know if you kept an Afro back in the day, no, no, they didn't allow us to do that. Oh, sorry, your school. I can't mention the school. <laughs> your school was a glorified secondary school. No. Well, la, 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 yes, la, la. it was. But I went to like a real school. And in the real school, <laughs> we kept like froze where, like, thing, if you see my, don't check my pictures on Facebook, but froze where the 
in thing. And I kept the flow for years. And I remember my uncle telling me, okay, my uncle's own own clean cut. My uncle telling me, see, this one here, this is just for exuberance, you cut it. I said, uncle, you don't understand. You don't get it. <laughs> man, as in university final year, man, as I was coming back to Nigeria, the last week, I just, I caught the hell. Mm-hmm. I caught the hell. Because I knew bad. that what I was coming to do, I knew the environment would not, it, it wouldn't speak well. So I had mm-hmm. to reduce it. You understand? So it's the same way people... They mature out of certain things. So, sorry, but a person can mature out of it. Very true. Can mature. Especially if you are not maturing too. Yeah. person can mature out of you. So, because another you're trying to keep a person. No, people will change, evolve. Their friends will change. Their different things will change. Fortunes will change. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yes, a person may just decide, you know what? I want certain things for myself in my future. Mm-hmm. And you are not part of it. And you're not part of it. You, no, you won't blame the person. You see that? You won't blame the person. So, I, I think, yeah, in all this, we are seeing that there's a trend. Secondary school, um, let's rule it out. The thing is, some people want to try themselves. So, well, I'm not saying anything about that one. I cannot really stop their hair. Can't stop you. I'm not I'm not your father. I can't stop you. Your father cannot stop you. Exactly. But there are some things that wisdom dictates that you don't learn from your mistakes. You learn from the mistakes of others. Yes. The other thing is, in university now, mm-hmm. people want to know, I'm in university now, can I date? And... Should I finish school first? So the question is, is university the right place to date? Hey, you see this university question is a difficult one to answer. A lot of people finished school. Like now when I say school, I'm making reference to university. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people finished school and got married almost immediately. I know ladies in my department who finished school and the same year. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like magic. Same thing for me. I know several you know, of them, yeah. And, and usually, ladies get married earlier than guys. So, it's very, very difficult to answer the question of whether the both of you should be dating in the university. But here's the thing. It is neither good nor bad. The rules still apply. Are you walking towards marriage? Is are, you, are you ready? Are you ready for it? Even when both of you are being honest that we are not ready, but we know that we can get ready together. Which in itself is a definition mm-hmm. is shaky, but it's actually a very slippery slope. Is a, is a slippery that, slope. Uh, you can make a mistake. But there's one thing I want to say. I have counseled a lot of university students, and they make this mistake. Slow down. Like slow, slow down. down. Slow your roll. I know a girl uh-huh. who she called me, and she was telling me the guy I'm dating doesn't want to live where I want to live. When we get married, he wants to live here. He wants to build his life in this city. But I want to build my life in this particular city. So I asked her, have you finished your final year exams? She said, no. Have you done NYSE? She said, no. Have you gone for a master's degree? She said, no. I said, in between now and when you have to make the decision of where you settle down, mm-hmm. you have at least four years. And it was a big problem because the, both of them were now clashing like they were going to break up. Like, you are not supportive. And I'm like, uh-uh. inside the... Uh... You guys haven't even written final year exams. <laughs> so why don't you focus doesn't on doesn't make sense. That? Focus on conquering the problems in front of you right now. Yes. Instead of being so futuristic. And this is for those of you in the university. While you are dating for marriage, marriage should be, as it were, a skeletal structure, but not the main thing in the relationship. What I'm trying to say is this. If I'm driving from VI to Aja, I'm not going to drive from VI and just be looking ahead to see if I'm seeing Aja. What I will do is, as I'm driving, I'm looking at my immediate future 
mm-hmm. and building an immediate future that takes me to Aja. Yeah. You get so with every little step, I'm recorrecting, I'm course correcting mm-hmm. because if you don't do it that way, you will have your eyes so focused on the future that the present is abandoned. It's abandoned, and, so, and of course, without the present, there's no future. There's no That's future. So, should people date in the university? I really don't know. I can't really say, oh no, don't date. I can say with all certainty that if you're in secondary school, please don't do it. But in the university, I can I can give you the leeway. Some people are more mature. Yes, yeah, some people are. It's in the end again. It's about the maturity. maturity a lot of people are more mature in the university in their university days. Some people already know what they want by the time they get to their third year in school. I would say though that if you are your first year in school, try to stay away from relationships because you are still a secondary school student. No key, but try to stay away from relationships. But mm-hmm. I can't really say don't date in university. <laughs> But what me I know, Sha, the one advice if I'm going to give any couple in the university is this. Slow down. Slow your Take road. life one step at a time. So while you guys are looking at marriage as the end goal, always remember that there are smaller end goals or smaller goals that you need to hit that will make you hit your end goals. Awesome. Now, for me, I'm of a more conservative standpoint. I tell people I counsel and have speech oversight finish school. Okay. Although even on recent, I've said, okay, you know what, maybe final year. And the reason for this is that there's this thing that my past back in those days would say that any kind of liberty that has no restriction will lead you back to bondage. Okay. So even if you, in quotes, have no direct supervision in university, university is like a place where there are lots of things that people enter cults in university. Mm-hmm. So people also enter societies and different things. Mm-hmm. People also become honorable students in the same university. Why? Because university is a place where there are much less restrictions mm-hmm. on you in a very controlled environment. And so if you're not careful, you can take your liberty to the extreme. So because you have the quote liberty to date and nobody will say anything, does it mean you should date? It's a place of discovery. I found that many times relationships are very distracting. Not I found out I'm married for God's sake. Not like it's distracting now, we've owned it as responsibility. But when you're single, the truth is that relationship is very distracting. It's fair to a student. It's very distracting. When you're a student, you enter into university, you have goals. Um, I want to maybe make a first class or a two-one. I want to develop myself in this. University is a place where you should take your relationship with God as number one. Mm-hmm. You understand? There are many milestones that you set for yourself in university to get the best out of the experience in those four years. Mm-hmm. Or some people, five, six, seven years. Now, the truth is that many people, you have to sit down and realize that a relationship will distract you. You have to be honest with yourself. Remember we said that the Bible clearly tells us that the desire of a person who is married, say, is to please her husband or her wife. Mm-hmm. And in a relationship, that responsibility begins to come in. Mm-hmm. So, in a relationship, you will be distracted. Can you balance it? It is possible. I won't say it's not possible. It's okay. actually possible. Some people have done it. Do you get? But there are many of you that have to be honest with you. You have to honest with yourself. See, I cannot get into one at this point. One advice my pastor gave me back then, because there are many people also who, they're outside university, and then they are targeting the girls at university, and every day, I love mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. He said, date a girl who is mature. And what he meant by that is that there's a girl who can tell you no. Mm-hmm. Not the one that she's a girl in year three and you know by that time any if the guy is out of school, comes this car, different things, you know, he's settled, he's working, he looks very attractive. Mm-hmm. You understand? Most times it's so easy to fawn over such people and mm-hmm. just swoon 
But then at that stage, she herself does not know what she wants. In many cases, she doesn't know what she wants yet. Even back in those days, even some people at Rand Fellowship, I mean the campus pastor. There's yeah, that yeah, celebrity yeah. thing that many girls just found over. But they don't even know what they want. Many times, they're not. it's not really you they're attracted to. They're just attracted to what comes with you, mm-hmm. the package. And yeah. they just come for that. So they have not come to that place where they've been able to say, okay, I'm out. They've become more self-aware. They've looked around and they've sampled people. You understand? Because when you say yes to one person, you say no to many others. Yes, that's right. Yes. Cool. So there should be this thing of, not that I've dated several people and I now know what I want, no. Mm-hmm. But I've been friends with people. You get, I'm mature. I'm self-aware to know. I've imagined the kind of life I'll live with this person, with this other person, this other person. It doesn't mean other people are bad and you're the one who is good because you want. No. Mm-hmm. There are other people that are also very good. Yeah. But you've been able to, from a mature state of mind, frame your thoughts, look around and say, okay, I've looked and I'm making this decision. Because they say, as you lay your bed, and so you go lie on now. So I've made up my mind, this is what I want. Because some of these girls, too, that just go shop and just get married, as they just write, like, finish the last paper, they're already, <laughs> they're out. So they don't even wait for NYSC. And they're married. There's some of them that will regret in the future because you didn't know what you want because it's also this hype of I must get married I must get married some of them the idea in their head is I'll be the first in myself to get married wow they will see that ring you know my friends will be jealous that is what is driving the person to get married mm-hmm. so imagine someone does all that one it falls on his face you get what I'm saying we want a case scenario where you are mature you know this is what I want and you are able to look around you are not pressured you are not getting to something for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. and all that you know that coming out of school I don't know how it was for you but it was a serious eye opener. It was. It wasn't the same ball game as inside school. It was. Yes, and that's why I believe that ninety, at least ninety percent of people should come out, come out and survey the land. You, know, you get. Another thing, as rightly said, it is arrogant sometimes to be making certain plans in university. Very true. It's, it's sometimes foolish because you come out of university. What's the next thing? You know, for people that went to private school and everything, the next thing is, ah, my daddy said I'm going to Australia. All the lovey dovey of four years. Oh, that's it. Evaporates. Can you imagine you making such investments for four years like that and then a person I'm going to Australia? Because the truth is that some people, distance makes their relationship stronger. Mm-hmm. So now people, it kills it. Some people can handle that. So in the end, we realize that it's subjective, but I think that mm-hmm. like you put a standard for yourself. You don't have to, because you can't do something, you should, I think. Very true. Yeah. And then I think the last thing when it comes to relationship, like how do I know I'm ready, should be the leading of the spirit. Very important. Should be leading of the spirit because... You see, the Spirit of God lives inside you and He has an agenda for your life. He desires more than you get married and you desire. You know, something happened to me back in school days. In my third year university, I really liked a certain girl in the fellowship. Mm-hmm. We were on the same level of leadership and I really, really liked her. And man, we we're already getting very close and gummy berry and everything and spend lots of time with each other. You know, back in those days, we listened to so many teachers on relationship that we mm-hmm. already knew the criteria. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I said, oh, it's going to work out. But then, you know, I'm listening to a sermon by my pastor back in those days. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the line, as he talking the next words he said just jumped out of the thing and hit me and mm. he said that's how you know who not to marry i can't excuse just a supernatural thing because mm-hmm. it's not like he was talking to me or anything yeah. but the thing jumped out god used that thing highlighted those words to me and he hit me on my bed and i just knew guy you're yeah, doing rubbish this thing you want to enter into is it's nonsense rubbish. it's just rubbish and the words were that's how you know who not, not to, to marry. marry so god was not looking at relationship as you people think he was looking at marriage i just realized oh waste 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 
And you know, I'm so glad that I did things the right way. I waited. In fact, my pastor, even when I came out of university and I began to do ministry, mm-hmm. I began to disciple and mentor people. My pastor put me on a ban. Me and his other spiritual sons. He said, for the next one year, I don't want to hear relationship from him out. He put us on the ban because he said, look, this is time to establish things for God, do things for God. Could we have entered? Yes. But he said, no, leave it. Sometimes you put restrictions on yourself because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad because I obeyed that. Shortly after, I began to befriend the person who became my wife. I'm glad the way things turned out because had I jumped, I would probably be... You would have probably been in another yes. relationship that, yes. not, that might not have been fruitful. Yes. And you know, sometimes, because of this idea of commitment, some people are so committed to a relationship that will not work. But because they've already made promise to someone, mm. it is hard to detach from that mm. and get into the right thing. The right thing, yeah. Yeah, so I think that works. Mm-hmm. So I think we can move on. We've been able to, to move from... talking <laughs> Plenty talking. So we've spoken about being single, what it means to be in a relationship. We also mm. mentioned things to look at. Yes, Although it's yes. not in great detail, mm. but then this is part okay. Um, what's that your website? I'm sure you have some materials there that they can always go and shop. CircleChurchGlobal.org Yeah, org, And for me, you can actually check out Pastor SM Talks on Telegram. That's where my stuff is. So you can get our stuff. We have things on relationships that we thought that you can actually access and enjoy. So we're not really talking about marriage today. No, we're not. That segment is when he gets married. <laughs> <laughs> One year later, we'll come back and, we'll come back and, and say, discuss. So hi, married guys. Yes, yeah, hi, exactly. So single guys disappear. So I think with that, we've been able to like really just wrap up, wrap up a lot of a lot of things, things yeah. and have a thorough. You see, of course, if you have questions about this um, particular topic you and you send want them to, to him, don't mind him. Send the questions yeah, to him. Thank you. You can <laughs> you can always like message us, hit us up. IG, my IG is pst.sen. Pastor SEM, PST.SEM, that's my IG. And his own IG is PST.OG. Exactly, PST.OG. So two PSTs, dot, then change whatever comes after. So it's OG and SEM. Very yes, simple. Exactly. One last thing. Uh huh. There's so much talk that we have said around the relationship being in the context of marriage. Mm-hmm. But let me say something that a lot of Christians need to understand. I started by defining the relationship as a question that sees, or like he said, it's a car that drives you to marriage. It's a relationship that attempts to answer the question, can we get married? Always remember that that answer can either be yes or no. Always remember that that car can only drive you so far, especially mm-hmm. if you are not going in the same direction with the driver of the car. Mm-hmm. So why am I saying this? I know a lot of ladies or guys, especially Christians, who are in a relationship and the relationship is not working out. Mm-hmm. You have given it your absolute best, you've given it your absolute everything and it's not working out. But for the fear of, oh, it must lead to marriage, you mm-hmm. stay there. No, it is okay for the both of you to come together and say, look, we really like each other, mm-hmm. but this thing is not working out and so let's call it off. All there is to a relationship is not, I like you, you like me, let's be in a relationship. There's so much more that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys compatible? Compatibility is so important important to you guys um do you guys share the same values that's also very important all those things are things that you need to actually answer, answer. and so i'm not now saying that uh, pastor Oge said is trying to answer the question and so before you've even done anything before you've given it your best you say we're not compatible this won't work out no 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 what i'm saying is if you have given 
And I feel like I, I really need to say this to some people. If you have given the relationship your absolute best, mm-hmm. but you guys are still having the same problems. You've met people, you've talked about it, you guys have discussed, but you are having the same problems. Maybe it is time to consider splitting up. Doesn't make you any less of a good Christian. It just means that you took a very good relationship decision. Beautiful. So as you said that, I also have like a last word. And the last word really is that in the place of relationships, one thing you must have is spiritual oversight. Mm -hmm. The place of your pastor is also because you have your parents. But then I'm going to address the place of your pastor. The place of your pastor, it's very uh, tantamount that your pastor is involved. A good pastor, a good church is involved in the decision. No, no, no decision like picking who you marry. No, mm-hmm. that is on scripture. But at least the person is informed. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is that if you have a pastor who you subjected yourself under, and you meet your pastor and you say, sir, do you think I'm ready for a relationship? You can actually have a very honest discussion and your pastor, and your pastor will tell you should be able to tell you the truth. You get it. I think that's one of the safest ways for you to actually exactly. know before you get into something. Because the truth is, people make mistakes. Sometimes yeah. you think you heard God, you did not. But you did not. Like, I know a lady in my church, she has been going in and out of relationships. And to be honest, the last time we spoke, I told her, see, just take a break. Because I don't think you are ready. I, I know you as a person mm-hmm. and I know you are not ready for a relationship. So it's very important. Yes, definitely. So that is actually one very sure way. As long as you have a pastor who is led by the Spirit of God, who is good, you know, honestly good, yeah, that's another topic entirely. How to pick a good pastor, how mm-hmm. to have a good church, be a part of a good church. But then they play very key role. I know my own pastor played a very key role in my own relationship. Very, very key role. In fact, my pastor was even the one who allowed or helped my eye to point say, look, guy, you are trying to look at this other person. Have you ever have you considered, you considered by Silver Job? Job? <laughs> Did you consider this person? And that was a game changer for me. He spotted what I could not see mm-hmm. with my two eyes. You know, they say what the elders can see sitting down. You may not be able to see when you climb up. So I think we can end it with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very satisfactory ending. And so... Thank you so much, Pastor Oge, for being a part of this podcast. Um, we look forward to coming together to make more content in the future. Yep, 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 yep. That will bless lives. Okay, guys. So with that, so much. without further ado, we're out. Bye-bye. Peace out. See ya.